So welcome, welcome everyone. This is Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire, and this is the Mavericks Do It Different podcast. In the Maverick universe, we do it differently. We think different, be different, do different, act differently to create different results. And one of the key components that I know in our world that has changed so many different ways, so many different uh, indonations of of how this whole creation of our world got to this place over the last few years, we have needed to do things differently than ever before. And so for all of you that are out there, be clear, time to really get dig deep and decide how you want to engage with the world in a different way. And that's what we're talking about every single day here in the Maverick universe and what this podcast is all about. So we're broadcast all around the world. Absolutely link, share, invite others, especially to this live broadcast, because we want to be here for you and share and share this information all over the world. I want to introduce to you our special, special guest. Michael Whitehouse is here. And yes, that's you. Now, Michael is, and, and get this, the guy who knows a guy. Can you imagine? the guy who knows a guy. And it's so amazing that he's created that expression and created it at his, as his brand. In 2014, he came to Connecticut knowing no one at all. And a year later, after diving into networking with both feet and hands, he was a major connector in the local community. And so he's a, he's a walking, talking broadcast of what he teaches. In 2020, he went global and began connecting people, entrepreneurs especially, investors, speakers, and others all around the world to people that they needed to know, to really be the connection and the glue for everybody to make it happen. He offers his services at networking concierge, as a networking concierge, making connections, building strategic alliances around the world. And he's the host of the Daily Morning Motivation podcast and the guy who knows a guy interview podcast. And of course, everything he has is the guy who knows a guy and is author of the guy who knows a guy. Please. I am proud to be the guy who knows the guy who knows a guy. This is Michael Whitehouse. Pleasure to have you here, Michael. Great to be here. Thank you. Uh, so let, let's get let's get real in what it means to network, what it means to make all these connections. And uh, how, how, where do we start? Well, I, I think the this? first I think the first thing is what networking is not. I talk to a lot of people who are like, oh, networking. Yeah, I don't like networking because and then they proceed to describe something that is not networking. So they'll say, oh, I don't like networking because I don't like trying to approach people with an agenda and get something out of them. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds terrible. You should try networking instead. Or I don't like networking. I don't like going to those events and just wasting time and eating hors d'oeuvres and drinking wine and making small talk. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that doesn't sound like fun either. You should try networking instead. And so I found a lot of people have these ideas of what networking is that aren't real. Because um, the thing about networking is it's hard to sell. Um, so anyone who's trying to sell you any other way to make money will poo-poo networking. So if they're selling a sales strategy, they'll be like, you need to do this cold call strategy. Networking is a waste of time. 
oh, you need to do social media advertising because, yeah, networking, yeah, what are you going to do? Just drink some wine and make some sales? That doesn't happen. So there's not a lot of people out there carrying the banner for what real networking is. And what real networking is is creating valuable relationships, creating a relationship in which people derive value from it. And the, the key to creating valuable relationships is making sure the other person gets value. You can't take value. You can only give value. So if you focus on giving value in every interaction, then you're creating valuable relationships. And ultimately, you know, just like when you put your money in the bank, they don't put that money in a vault and, and hide it. They share it around and it grows and supports everyone. And then some of it comes back to you when you put energy, positive energy into the universe and into connections and relationships that goes out and it helps people and it comes back sometimes from people you've never met. You know, you, I, I help you and I help him and I help her. And then she comes from over there and says, oh, I've heard about you, that you're a good guy. I'd love to connect. And I'm like, oh, great. How? I don't know. I just heard it. So that's that's the key to it is it's about putting that positive energy out, letting it circle back around and come back and not, um, as I say, you, you don't keep score, but you do keep track. Um, but but it's not about it's not about just saying like, oh, well, I made two introductions for you. So uh, when when's that coming back? You know, I, I hooked you up, Paul. So so when, when's Michael going to get some? It's about. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. Um, you know, as, as uh, our friend in common, Chris Salem says, give without expectation and receive without resistance. Yeah, it's so it's so fascinating. And I'm going to step into some of what you said just a moment ago as far as what people, whatever they are selling is what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. And the other thing, no, no, no. And it always amazes me as someone who teaches all the different methodologies and have been in business for decades, I've used them all. And there's a certain place in time for all of them. Mm -hmm. It's not a matter of shunning one thing or another, but really getting clear with, and what our Facebook friend here says, givers gain and understanding the value equation. And that's what true networking is all about is that value equation of, and, and learning how to give learning how to feed into other people and 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 it's not about keeping the score mm -hmm. if you will or going in with an agenda and and that's so key was there a time when when you were that other guy because i know i was like i used to be that other guy that kept the score that that went in with the agenda and yeah, I, such a limiting play yeah, I, I don't think I ever really was. So, so there's there's two ways you can go wrong on networking. Um, sorry, my my monitor just shut off for a second. That was weird. Hopefully, it's we still see you. Okay, good. As long as you can see me, I don't know what happened. Um, so there's two ways you can go wrong with networking. One is is the way you talked about, which is the the aggressive side. The like I'm here to you know make a deal and and uh, I'm here to make deals and chew bubble gum and I'm all out of bubble gum. Right, right, right. And then the other way is to be too relationship focused. I'm here to make friends. I want to I want to connect. I want to get to know you. You know, I don't want to be too pushy. And and I, I've gone to that side. That, that side I tend to err on. It's like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to push people. I don't want to be too aggressive. Um, but if you're too far on that side, then one, you go broke. 
But two, you also don't serve them the same way because there's only so much you can serve for free. If money is not coming into your business, then you can't hire staff, you can't buy materials, you can't uh, do anything. So you're not actually serving them. And if people don't invest, they don't engage. So that's what I discovered as well. So I'm like, okay, I've, I've got an answer. I've got some solutions. Let me just help you. And I try. And then we hit their limiting beliefs and we hit all the all the other challenges. So by I, I've I've when I air, it tends to be on the other side of not pushing enough, not selling enough, and not realizing that people are willing to pay for value. And in fact, they expect to. It's almost, you know, if, if I've got a program and I'm charging for it and I don't offer it to you, you're thinking, well, am I not good enough for it? Does he think I can't afford it? Does he think I can't I'm, I can't make anything of it? What why hasn't he offered me his program yet? Yeah, the the uh, value price equation. I just uh, talked about that the other day, mm -hmm. and absolutely, value is is transmitted by the price tag that you put on it. Mm -hmm. And so, oftentimes, we don't know the the value of something until someone says a price, and we're like, "Oh, so that's the expensive one. Got it? Or that's the cheap one? Yep. Got it?" And so some people think that they're helping people by by giving a lower price. However, the the challenge is it's not really helping them because they look at it like, oh, that's the cheap alternative. I'm better than that, don't you think? And and there's and so then they won't engage with it because it's not who they want to identify as. Yeah. A whole different equation. And so when you go in and and that whole concept of of understanding networking and understanding how to give value and in not a way to go broke, but understanding how to be in that space so that it really works. And one of the biggest things that I, I like about what you do, the concept of long-term versus short-term or more precisely um, really short-term gains versus long-term abundance. And that's some of the definitions of networking that we're defining here is the others will network you in the very short, very immediate, and very low level of engagement. The real connectivity that happens in real networking is long-term, deep dive, sustainable success and abundance. Mm -hmm. and that's the differential. Yep. And one thing I'll mention on that to my, especially my fellow ADHDers out there, because uh, because we hear that and that's usually a company with, so you got to follow up and you got to keep track of people. And you got to get back to them and this and that. And so ADHD folks will despair and say, I can't keep track of even a dozen people, let alone, you know, a hundred or 200 people. That's, you know, I need systems on systems. I need assistance to take care of my assistants to manage that kind of system. And so a lot of people say, and I've heard people say, you know, the, the things you must do to network, you, you must follow up, you must send thank you notes, you must remember names, you must remember details. I don't do any of those things. I'm not saying you shouldn't. Right. I'm just saying I don't. I mean, I, I am decent with names, but not great. The internet makes it really easy. Like, Paul, I remember your name. It's right under your face. It makes life easy. Uh, so if I'm on a Zoom call, I can't forget someone's name. I can take notes right there on the screen. I can you know, do reminders. But what I found is that what trumps all that other stuff is providing the value. So if I meet someone and 15 minutes in, 
I say, oh, I've got two people you need to meet who I think can help you with that. And within 24 hours, they got an email saying, Paul, you need to meet Susie. Um, here's why. And it's a good introduction. It's not just like, Paul, meet Susie. You're both awesome. Go for it. Because that's not a great introduction. But like, Paul, you need to meet Susie because Susie does this thing that I think you're going to benefit. And you should talk about um, you know, this. And Susie, you might want to promote Paul's program. So guys, go talk about that. If I do that and I don't send a thank you note and I don't follow up and I never remember to send Susie any emails after that and I do nothing else but I just made their introductions, then Susie's thinking, wow, what a great guy because she's got two introductions came out of a 25-minute call to this guy she'd never met before. And the result is I will run into people who, you know, sometimes they'll reach out to me. Sometimes I'll bump into them at an event or online or something. And they will say, Michael, I just want to thank you so much. That connection that you made, it got me the job and, and it really helped my husband and, and our relationship's better. And now we're making more money and this and that and, and everything's so great. And I'm like, great. That is so awesome. Could you remind me what your name is? <laughs> there you go. So, so, and I want, I actually want you to go through that process just a, uh, just a tad slower mm -hmm. so that they really get it. Because this is, and I've I've utilized this technique, and it is such a powerful one as far as how to properly do that introduction. Mm. I do it. I love texts, emails works great as well. Same thing. But what should you what? Give me the layout of the format. Yep. So th there's there's two main things that someone's looking for in introduction. Why do I want to talk to this person, and what should I do? So why are we here and where are we going, basically, are the, the two questions. Uh, so the, the first thing is give me some context so I can evaluate it. And as, now if you're if you are a known introducer and people know the quality of introductions, you don't need to layer that on as much because for the most part, if I send someone an introduction, like here's Paul, he's great, you should talk to him, then people will take that and be like, all right, let me go meet with Paul because Michael said so. Right. Uh, but that's because I built a reputation as as a connector, because that's what I do. If you haven't built a reputation, you need to sell it. So you can't just say, hey, here's Paul, he's great. It's here's Paul, he's really great. He offers great advice to coaches to build their business. And this is what the value is. And this is why he's worth 20, 30, 60 minutes of your time. And then why am I introducing you? So, you know, like one of my uh, with a networking concierge, one of my clients, actually most of them, what they hire me for is to connect them to affiliate partners. So um, one of my partners I've promoted myself uh, has been a very successful partner for me to promote. And so when I send an introduction, I say, this is one of my best partners to promote. You should also promote them because I think their program is great for your audience. So in addition to the other thing I mentioned, you should talk about promoting their upcoming program in December. So that way they're not getting the call being like, well, yeah, so, hey, how we doing? Yeah, what do you do? It's okay. So tell me about your program in December and why Michael thinks I should promote it. And now we're getting right to the point and not, you know, getting 27 minutes into a 30 minute call and be like, okay, yes. Yeah, so, so what, what's, what's up? Right. And it's, so what you're saying is to, to be more directive with your introductions because it helps the people that you're introducing. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest struggles that people have is figuring out what the connection is. Yeah. And if you're good at figuring out, oh, well, 
that piece of what you do fits with that piece of what they do really well. You guys need to talk. Tell them it'll it'll jumpstart their relationship tenfold. Yeah. And a, a contra example of this is the the worst form of cold outreach that I get is the the opposite of this. So now people cold outreach all, all the time. A lot of times it's, you know, Filipino VA is following a script. And so not even worth talking to. But sometimes it's people who mean well, they just don't know how to approach or they're very direct. So I'll get a message from someone that says, yo, hey, I do this thing. I'm looking for people who need this. Are you open to a conversation? If they're direct and I know what we're talking about, then I'm open to having that conversation because it's not going to waste my time and it's not going to take a lot of my mental effort. Whereas if I need, if somebody sends me a message like, hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? I'm like, oh my God, there's going to be six exchanges before you get to the point. Um, right. If somebody sends me sort of a nebulous, like, I saw your post, I really like it, and it feels like they've got an agenda, I'll just go straight to it. I'll be like, listen, tell me what your point is. If you're trying to sell me something, I'll I'll hear you out. But, you know, are you trying to sell me or what's going on here? What's what's the agenda? Um, and let's have the conversation and not beat around the bush for a day and a half. Because that's, right. you know, the, the feedback on a on a chat could be could be hours. So, you know, I get the message on Monday by Thursday. I still don't know what we're talking about. Right. And I'm not, I'm not going to waste time on that. But if they come straight to it, they say, hey, yeah, we're looking for partners. Actually, the, the email service I use, the, the mail sending client because they sent me a cold email and said, Hey, we're this up and coming company. We're looking for affiliate partners to promote us. Um, would you be open to that as very direct? And I said, well, let me take a look. And I looked at it, I said, Oh, you're cheaper than anyone else. You're just as good. And you seem to be up and coming and pretty cool. And you've got a cute little cow logo. Sure. Yeah. I'll promote you. Um, but it's because they were right to the point about here's why we're doing this. Here's what's in it for you. Are you open to it? Cause my, right. you know, I, it's, it's not just money is a cost, time is a cost. So don't, yeah. and not just time, but mental energy. If I've got to spend the mental energy to, you know, if, if I'm reaching out to you, I'm going to dig in and investigate and try to get information. If you're contacting me, I expect you to be driving the ship. You know, you yeah. should be the engineer of the train. I'm just riding in the passenger compartment. We're going where you're going, you know. So, so interesting. And I, I think there's a place for all those things. And sometimes you you truly don't know. You truly don't know. You just know, interesting person, yep. I want to connect. Only the challenge is that that's used so often now that it ends up becoming nebulous and, mm -hmm. and ends up us just running around in the dark for way too long. Yes. So absolutely driving the ship exactly that that metaphor and that analogy mm -hmm. drive the conversation so that you know where you're heading with it and um and in that case especially when you're connecting to people helping them go here's where the connection is take it from here and like you said once you do that to getting back to where we were talking once you make that connection you can step out of the way they will, and this is really key, they will remember that for years. Mm -hmm. And that's some of the real difference that connections like that take. I was just talking to someone who was talking about a, a third party that I connected to two of them. 
And I connected the two of them has to be four years ago now. And he was just coming back to me saying, oh, yeah, we were just talking about it the other day, how great it was. They, they really used my assistance and used my help. And they're off and running now and having great life. Mm -hmm. Well, it came back to me after all that time to say, oh, it's great that you connected us. They mm -hmm. still remember it. It was four years ago. That's that's really key. And that's where that kind of connection and ongoing connection of people yep. really pays off because they keep you in their mind's eye all the time because what a great connection you made for them. Yep. The other thing about the, the nebulous, like the biggest red flag for me is when someone says, you should meet Michael. He knows a lot of people because <laughs> this usually tells me one of two things. They have some sort of multi-level opportunity. Oh, um, that's interesting. Or they're looking for investors and they assume you're a networker. You connect investors to investments and right. that's not where my network is strong. So now, now, if they said you should talk, you know, they said this person's looking for investors. This is Michael. He knows a lot of people. We're not going to have a meeting. I saw this with an email. I say, oh, okay, great. I'm going to connect you to this guy and this guy because they are the people who do this stuff. They get paid to do this stuff. They've got these connections. We right. don't need to, we don't need to spend 30 minutes for me to make these introductions to you. I don't need to know anything about you other than you're looking for this. The introduction will be, I got this introduction. It's not mine. This message is for you. I pass it right on. But they've got to be direct for that to happen. Um, and and so that's why I'm I'm often very leery of those nebulous ones. And so actually, so there's there's two ways I treat int introductions. It's either go to a one to one, or I have an open virtual coffee because I'm very selective. I only do um, about four to six one to ones a week now. I, I used to do twenty plus. <laughs> And now I like, you know, like to run a business and I can't do that if I'm spending almost all my time meeting with anyone who wanders by. So the open virtual coffee is this kind of first tier. If I'm not sure why we're meeting, come on by Friday, 1 p.m. Anyone can come on in. And sometimes it's a great connection for me. Sometimes it's a great connection for each other. Like I don't need to meet either of them, but they meet each other. And so they, it's an introduction I didn't even have to make. It's great. I sit back, I'm checking my email. They're meeting each other. It's amazing. But if, if somebody sends me a nebulous introduction, I'm going to say, awesome, I'd love for you to come to my open virtual coffee. And, you know, this is a chance to, you can get closer than an email, but not as close as a one-to-one. -one, and it's a chance to explain what is this about? Because uh, I don't want to get to the point of, be, of saying an email like, what's this for? What, what is the value to me in this call? But I need to figure that out because I only have so many hours a week that I can work, especially because I have family obligations and I have other challenges that, you know, I, I can't work 80 hours a week. So I love, I love that concept. Mm -hmm. And it, I will say I used to used to use that concept all the time. Only I did it live when I was in a much more localized. Now I work on a yep. national and international basis. But when my business was much more localized, I would go to the local either Starbucks or Panera, and I would spend my morning there at least once or twice a week. Yep. And people got to know that I would be there, and they would come by, and I would meet. And then I would also meet the other people that did a lot of the same things, and all the business owners in the local area sometime in that morning were stopping by that Starbucks or that Panera in town. 
and it was such a great like center hub of connectivity. Mm -hmm. And now you've created that in a virtual way. And what yep. a smart, what what a powerhouse thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's funny. I, I did it. Uh, it was actually someone in um, another Connecticut uh, business person who gave me the idea saying what you said, that that he'll stack them. You know, all the contractors will meet on Friday afternoon at right. the bar and, you know, get drinks so you can talk to everyone once. Um, and I thought, well, I can't do that because my my audience is international, but I could just set up a single Zoom room. And so I did it. I got a you know a few people showed up, and and then Janine Bolin, um, who I met this way, she was on my email list. I wrote about it. I'm like, this is working really well for me, and she took it and ran with it. And now hers gets like 15 people a week. The first time she did it, she said, I just saved eight hours and made six hundred dollars. I'm like, you're coming on my podcast, telling me how you did it because I've never seen results like that. Um, and, and it turned out this the key thing was it's now her go to. Uh, everyone she meets, unless they they pass a high threshold for like there's immediate need to right. meet one to one, everyone goes to the the open the open virtual coffee, and that's what I was doing wrong. Is I'd be like, well, if they're kind of like below this bar, I'll do that. But otherwise, I want to do one to one because I don't want to, you know, I don't want them to feel disrespected. And then I realize, oh, my time's kind of important. Yeah, no, I'm gonna raise the bar um, up to you know if I want to. Um, you know, if there's a clear reason, then let's meet. And if not, then let's go to the OVC and save my time. And you're you're going to get more value on it. You meet people. And sometimes I get there with one person and it's an hour long. So they get an hour long meeting with me instead of a 30 minute meeting with me, which is my usual one to one. But it's, it means that that hour, one to two on Friday is always blocked out. And whether one person or 20 people show up, it takes one hour a week. So don't sprawl into the entire week and gobble up all the time it's right there that much time so i can actually you know run a business that's the key thing i discovered is if you don't have a product to sell you can network all day long and you'll never make any money people want to give you money people were saying to me okay how do i refer you what do you sell what can i send you ah uh, well right. mm, uh, mm. and it wasn't that i didn't have clarity on what is i didn't have a product i was kind of like i coach or you know something and so I finally said, okay, yeah, I need to develop a program. So I developed this, you know, six-figure networker. It's a program where people come and I transmit my knowledge to them and I give them coaching and accountability and and all that kind of stuff. But now, you know, I know who's I know who should be in it. I know how they join it. There's a landing page. It's very yeah. clear, like, here's what I do. So if someone says, How can I help you? I say, Oh, I've got a masterclass coming up that leads into my program. I've got a summit coming up that leads into my program. I've got a program. Maybe you know someone who needs it. So I, I have that, like, this is how my business works. So now I can actually leverage the thousands of connections I've made. But I think that's the other mistake a lot of people make because you can feel really busy networking and uh, it's like running on a treadmill. Here, here. Yeah, it's so fascinating, that whole equation between your list, contact list, either real in your CRM uh, or in social media and your profitability and the two don't necessarily meet unless you are deliberate about meeting the two <laughs> however you need both and most of the time i find people that have one or the other you know they'll have this great connection uh, uh opportunity they connect really well they do that well they built a great a great group of people around them that constantly are like oh man michael's the best or 
they'll have a great product and they'll be it'll be a ghost town around them <laughs> and and so oftentimes you end up with this dichotomy of you need both you need to have that product and that's something that i focus our clientele in on what's your product what's your price describe it make sure it's fine-tuned make sure it's specific and then you bring the that product through your connections and by both driving the people to your product as well as driving them to all your network and yeah. everybody that you connect with and helping everyone do the else do the same yeah and actually let, let me share a little bit about that that i've discovered recently that i think uh, it's one of the things that everyone around me was also confused the same way and suddenly like the light shined so we talk about clarity you want to know who's your target audience and solution you offer and da, 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 da. so it's difficult to narrow that in who you want to help do you want to help everybody because you know we're good honest abundant people we want to make the world a better place but the the thing is what i realized was that it's not necessarily the product that has to focus it's the marketing that has to focus and if you take a hundred coaches their programs especially if they're live interactive programs their programs are probably 94 percent similar because what works works and coaching strategies are coaching strategies and when you you know you go to a coach and ask them a question and they and they come back to you with questions like what does that mean to you and what are you trying to achieve and what are your goals you know every coach does it the same way because it's the way that works so what you're then doing is saying i got a toolbox yeah, and the, the the carpenter who who builds shelves and the carpenter who installs molding and the carpenter who installs doors probably have mostly the same tools in their toolbox, but they have different specialties because they say molding specialist, shelf specialist, door specialist, because that they shift the marketing. And that's what I realized is I don't have to change the program to figure out where the niche is. I have to change the marketing. So I'm doing you know a series of master classes that focus on specific solutions. And say, okay, are you looking for this? Are you looking for more leads? Are you looking for more friends? Are you looking for easier follow-up? It's all in there. Because if I teach you everything I know about networking, it's all in there. You're going to learn all these things. But what is the problem on your mind that's waking you up in the morning that the thing I have solves? It solves 20 things. And it's going to solve 20 things. No matter how. I'm not going to be like, oh, you didn't want email? Well, we're not going to talk about email. I'm still going to teach it. That's the the leverage follow-up system. I'm not gonna right. be like, oh, you didn't mention leverage follow-up. I'm just gonna leave you calling people on the phone. It's fine. But but you know, when I sell it, I need to focus. So it's kind of it's the difference between, you know, if, if you, you got a sniper, the sniper moves the barrel of the gun, they don't move their whole body. Yes. And I think so many of us are trying to move our whole body instead of just aiming, you know, aiming to hit the target. You're definitely aiming to to serve specific people. And when you niche down, that's why they say the, the riches are in the niches. And it's still a matter of you can serve multiple different verticals as long as you have multiple different marketing, what I would call marketing funnels in, the, mm -hmm. in that equation. And, you know, it's so interesting when you start analyzing the largest companies out there, you know, that they all have, you know, Coca-Cola doesn't just sell Coke. <laughs> and and so it's a it's a matter of and every one of their 
bottled beverages just to take that division in and of itself. Every one of them has a specific branding, marketing funnel, directive marketing approach that they bring to market to drive people to that particular beverage. They don't care which one you buy. Mm -hmm. They make the same on all of it. It's just a matter of there know that different branding will get activated with different people. And I'm actually thinking, thinking of McDonald's who has the smallest menu of any of the fast food chains. Yes. Um, like they have burgers, chicken sandwiches, and nuggets. I think that's basically their whole menu, like burgers, chicken sandwiches, nuggets. Well, and now don't leave the salad division out. Yep. Well, this one's around here. Don't have salads anymore. They don't um, have it anymore. No, that teaches you how often I go. Yeah, you, you, yeah. My daughter's nine, oh, yeah. so she always wants to go to McDonald's, and I get so bored with it because the same things. But so it's like their menu is basically ten items. I mean, there's a couple of dessert things they've added, right. some coffee things, but the core menu is chicken sandwich, burger, nuggets, and that's it. So um, what's the takeaway lesson in that? Yeah, but they they advertise. You know, they advertise to parents. And say, bring your kids in. It's fun. They advertise to busy people and say, oh, you're in a hurry. Just come on by and grab a burger. They advertise to sophisticated people who want to have a meeting place. They advertise to all these different audiences, the same four-item menu. Yeah. And it's they change the messaging with the exact same teeny tiny menu. And everyone says, oh, that must be for me. And, and recognize that we're talking about one. If they're not number one, they're one of the top fast food companies still over decades and decades mm -hmm. the number one fast food company in the world and when you recognize that and you start looking at the business model that's a really uh, that's a call to clue and so number <laughs> one the business model is they don't differentiate their product they differentiate their marketing yep and in network and although we're we've gotten off topic man it's all about and I love this conversation because it's all about how do you build business? How do you really get engaged and, and create something amazing? And the, from the marketing to the messaging to then, of course, what we started with here, and, and that's connections. And mm -hmm. nothing happens without actually connecting. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest things that I talk about also is, is who do you connect to? And I would love for you to, to delve in. So we talk about connecting and you want to connect the right people and you want to bring in the effective people for you and for others. Who is the right person to connect to? Uh, you, you mean generally? Yeah. Um, I mean, is there a right person? Well, you, you want to connect to the right kind of people. You want to connect to abundance-minded people, not scarcity-minded people. Right. So you want to connect to the kind of people who keep track, they don't keep score. Um, you know, the kind of people who get it that there's a value. And, and the thing is, it's pretty easy to select with this because when you reach out to someone and say, hey, I'd love to get on a you know one-to-one -one call and they say, what, trying to pitch me? And you say, no, no, it's a networking call. And they say, I don't do those. Well, sometimes the trash takes itself out. Um, so it's it's easy, but, but people who are people who get it, get it so when you say now they may say what are we going to talk about or what's the purpose of it or um i've actually the the open virtual coffee came about when i reached out to someone and said hey i want to call see how we can help each other and he very politely said i would love to but at this point in my career i'm so busy i don't have time for these get to know you calls i really need 
you know, we, we need to have a reason for it. Right. And that made me realize, oh, I'm not there yet, but I looked at, I look forward to being there soon. So let me have a release valve so I don't have to say no. But he didn't say, no, I don't want to network. He just said, my time is so scarce. I need to be careful with it. Do you have a specific reason? I was like, uh, no, I don't. But it wasn't a, I don't get networking. Um, that's really that's really key. And I've used that technique a lot mm -hmm. um, as I got busier is to, I'm always asking when people reach out to me and I get introductions, what is the agenda for the meeting? Yep. What is our focal purpose? It doesn't mean that's the only thing we do. But why is it that you're calling for this meeting in the first place, whether virtual or live? And if they don't have an answer, I, I do move them into more of our group settings and everything else so that, well, listen, here's probably the best thing to do. Why don't you get to know me a little bit? We'd love to get to know you a little bit. Only we can do it in a, in a setting that would give you a broader scope of what's happening. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And it and actually, one thing I wanted to, wanted to share before I forget is I mentioned um, the, the follow-up side of it. And one of the challenges is you're going to meet a lot of people. And then what do you do with it? So if you just push good in the universe and do nothing else, you're still doing well because people are going to remember you and they're going to eventually come back and whatever. But but he's kind of out there. And they're like, yeah, yeah, some guy, Michael Whitehead or something. He was great. He really helped me, um, I think. I don't remember where he came from or how to find him again. But yeah, he was cool. So you want to create some way to stay connected. And so what I realized, because I know I'm bad at individual follow-up, no matter what systems I try to use, I'm not going to do it. So I came up with the idea of, well, why don't I just create an email? I didn't want to call it a newsletter because that sounds very businessy, but an email thing, email list. But right. the kind of email list that I'd want to add every person I meet to. So if I'm going to be offering my products and I'm selling this and come buy that, you know, the worst thing is you you meet with someone, you do a nice one-to-one -one meeting, you get along well, and then suddenly you're on their pitch list and it's just, it, you know, they're promoting their stuff, they're promoting their friend's stuff and that's it. No value, no teaching, no stories, just blah, 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 blah. Um, so I didn't want to do that, but I thought, well, what if I used email like social media? You know, on social media, I share my stories. I, you know, this funny thing happened to my daughter the other day or, or um, you know, I just learned something. Or I watched this really cool video and it was interesting or, or whatever. Um, and so I started just using email that way. And everyone who I meet with, they go through my Calendly. There's a series of questions. So I know what we're talking about because it's like, who is your ideal introduction? Who introduced us? Um, give me a bio. Tell me about yourself. So that way right. it's not... That way we don't spend six minutes going, who are you? How do we meet? What, where, why are we here? What's going on? Of course, half the people don't, you know, sometimes people skip over those questions. But if they don't skip over the questions, we have a great meeting. And then the last question is, can I add you to this list where you'll get valuable content and, you know, you can leave any time? Um, and almost everyone says yes. In fact, it's a, I'll say yellow flag, not red flag. It's a yellow flag if they say no. If they oh, say absolutely. Yeah, if, if they say no, I don't want to be because they can always unsubscribe. Right. You know, they can sign up and unsubscribe the next day, but it's the courtesy of like, yes, I will look at two of your emails and see if it's any good. Right. Um, I'm always amazed that people say no, 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 when we're actually meeting either face to face or in a virtual meeting. Yep. And people, any follow up, they go, no, 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 not, not, not really. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm investing well, 30 minutes of my time, but I, I can't have an email in my inbox. Right. I'm, 
I, I, I'm quick to make sure that I never engage with them again. Mm. But that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but like, yeah, so wait a second. If you're gonna put up such a brick wall, yeah, and that that I that there's no follow up, proper follow up engagement or any way that we can stay easily connected, mm-hmm. you're you're you have a limited space for anything in your yeah. life, and it's not of abundance. Yep. Yeah, and and, yeah. and so what I've done is I you know, I, and at first I was thinking people would resist, you know, that they'd want to get off. But nah. you know, now people certainly unsubscribe. But they're always they're all they always say yes. They're always happy to get on, uh, and and so I share. And I'm actually at this point. And you know, at first it was like two days a week. So I didn't want to overwhelm them. And I stepped up a little bit to three days. And then I had a bit more to share. And then one day I noticed I was sending seven emails a week, and people are replying because you don't have to email them. It's not like it shows right. up at your door and is like email for you. There's an email you need to read it. It's one of the emails in your mailbox. You read it or you don't. And so oh. then what happens is. I can now passively maintain connection just like social media. And so you're seeing what's going on with me and you're following my story. And there's people who, some people get on my list. I don't even know how, and they're just kind of there in the background. And then they pop up one day and they're like, Hey, let's talk. Um, Some of my best partners have been that, but also, you know, I'll meet with someone. They'll get on my list. They'll be there for 18 months. They'll reply to an email one day and say, Hey, I love what you're doing. It's been fascinating to watch your journey um, because they can actually follow my journey through the email list. Cause it's not just, here's my latest webinar. Here's my latest program. Here's someone else's program. Here's, like they can, I'm sharing, Hey, I'm trying this now. I'm going to do this. Here's the experiment I'm doing. I'm, you know, I'm documenting my journey. For yeah. all of you that absolutely know, you'd like to connect with the guy who knows a guy and actually can help you with other connections. Go to, guy who knows a guy.com and and absolutely reach out uh michael whitehouse is the connector of all connectors he's got multiple different ways to not only connect you but also to teach you how to connect and both of those are well worth the introduction of reaching out of making sure that you're on either his virtual coffee or one-on-one or other ways that he's going to connect you and bring you into his world. Uh, absolutely do that. Michael, uh, and I know you also have the Powerful Five networking tips, yep. uh, which they can get from you as well. Yep, um, that's right there, and, that same link. And the same link, so that's a condensed book on networking in your five tips. Mm-hmm. There's so much more. Guys, we've only scratched the surface here uh, on, this, on this podcast and on this live. Um, Michael, any other... Uh, last bits of advice that you would share with all the people that are listening to us around the world? Uh, the one thing I'll say is you can be a connector when you decide to be a connector. It doesn't take a lot of study. It doesn't take a lot of research. It's saying, I want to connect and help people. And once you make that decision, the, the path becomes clear. The rest is everything I teach is technique. Once you have the, the mindset and the decision, you can also make people's lives better by bringing them connections to other good people. That is so true. And that intentionality and awareness of that you want to serve people really goes a long way. And incredible. Uh, Michael, thank you so much. I want to make sure that everyone has the link. It's right there. Guy who knows the guy.com and uh, that people reach out to say hi to you. It's absolutely, uh, this is how, how we do it. If you say, and uh, 
Thank you so much for being here. And I'm going to uh, just uh, let everyone know this is the Mavericks Do It Different podcast. You absolutely want to share, to like, to friends, subscribe, because we're looking to and continue to get this message out all around the world. And so important for people to be engaging in their world at a next level engagement, connecting with people all around the world and creating a better place for all. How do we do that? By sharing, liking, subscribing, and getting the message out so that we can all get into this huge connection and really make a difference in the world by one person at a time. Thank you so much. I am Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire. This is the Mavericks Do It Different podcast. And I've got a couple of announcements that I'm going to close out right now. I want to thank um, Michael for being here. It's been such a pleasure. And uh, as always, uh, we continue to connect and build. And I've been on your, your shows and spotlighted as a keynote on your shows as well. And what a great experience. And all of you that Want to connect more deeply? Connect with Michael. He's the guy who knows the guy. Thank you so much. Thank you.